Oh, <clears throat> did you do any vocal warm up? <laughs> uh -huh. No, actually, I did not. Should I? Me, 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 me. <laughs> that upset the dog. again i have um hopefully the sound's not going to be too bad today i have one of my windows open but that fall weather i gotta tell you it is she's on her way it's creeping in these past fall is falling beautiful <laughs> it, um the other day it was really nice um here finally below 90 something degrees um oh. it was like 70 degrees all day so um the dog and i went on a are you okay ma'am <laughs> um the dog and i went on like a three hour like walk um nice it's very beautiful but then i just realized that we were walking really slow and we only walked two miles like how the fuck we only walked two miles in three hours in this so, three hours in the i we must have been walking real so i think i was just really enjoying myself but also it's my um my time so i was in a lot of pain so i was just like uh, take it but slow. it was beautiful yeah. it was really beautiful <laughs> I've spent um, a lot of the times at work, well, every day that I work, I go out to my car to eat lunch because mm -hmm. I don't want to eat in the break room because A, it's not a huge break room and you still have to take your mask down to eat. And then B, I just need moment. I just need 30 minutes of myself. Right. Don't talk to me. Don't like, <laughs> don't talk to me about work. Don't like, just let me have 30 to 35 minutes. Um, but these past couple of days have been just so beautiful that I've sat there we have sort of around the back of the building we have like a couple of tables and things like that um because on a rare occasion for like employee appreciation um oh. the store management will like cook out on a grill you know that we have like just sort of 
back in the back somewhere. But it's been nice. Just been chilling, sitting on my lunch break, sitting outside. So you tell like me in that the behind sun. almost every grocery store, there's a grill and picnic tables? At least most of the Harris Teeters that I've been to. <laughs> that is so wild. <laughs> it's sort of, it's like really tucked away. And it's like, it's not by the trash. It's not by receiving. It's sort of like over and around on the other side of the building. Um, but it's just nice. It's you, you can't, nobody really comes around because there's no point to come around there unless you want right. to sit back there. Right. So it really, these past, totally hopefully today, secluded. that's my plan today is to go out and sit. It's just, it's even, even it's nice in the car, you know, cause you get the weather, you get the sun, but even just having a moment where I can sit outside, not be under those fluorescent lights and just like yeah. connect back to myself really fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine i like yeah. am very grateful my favorite thing about working from home is being able to control the lighting um i every time i talk about working from home i always find a new favorite thing um but like i got a ring light for this um mm -hmm. for so people can see me um because most of our windows are like behind me in this room the way that i like to sit to record mm -hmm. um and this, I'm like, like, <laughs> feel like I'm being accosted. And I just like remembering working literally almost every place I've ever worked, these like bright fluorescent lights, how, mm -hmm. oh my God, I used to work at a call center that had no windows. That place, ooh, depression on 10, let me tell you. I don't understand. Some people would be like so happy all the time. And I'm like, no. what is this chemical that you possess? Because it has to be more than serotonin. And then I found out that most of my coworkers were just high all the time. And I was like, oh, oh. Well, that'll do it. Well, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> That, that was the problem. I know we always circle back to this, but that was the problem at UNCG. Like MHRA, which was one of the most beautiful oh and like God, newer not buildings. A window in sight. It's like the classrooms were in the center of the building, back to back. They really I, they they punched it in. They really filled it in. They, that, um, there was no yeah. That was like that particular building um, for folks who. <laughs> most of you probably did not go to college with us. Um, it was like the humanities building. Um, mm -hmm. So a lot of like English and like language classes. Um, I don't, I think sociology classes were probably held someplace else. And um, women's Great. and gender studies classes were also held in someplace else. Graham, um, the place Graham that felt Curry, like a high yeah. school. Yeah, <laughs> Graham, Graham yeah. felt like a straight up high school. <laughs> My favorite building on that campus for class besides um, the art building, um, because I, first of all, that building, very beautiful. Um, the windows, huge. When I worked for our, uh, one of our on-campus publications, I had, well, we had an office um, that like had one of the walls was just, the entire wall was a window, like from floor to ceiling. Mm. Oh my God, I ooh, I love that love, building. Obsessed. But um, the oldest building, I think it was like the first like building, I believe is Curry. Um, I like that building a lot. Um, that was a very beautiful building. That it always too. felt pretty okay. Can you be quiet, please? I'm and, well, and it you're right, and it was nice too because it most, if not every single classroom, had a, a window. window. Yeah. yeah, the only place that I can think of that did not have a window besides the bathrooms, there was like a student lounge. Um, that yeah. was like tucked. I never, um, never walked in. Oh, I was always in there because um, <laughs> there were there would be times people weren't in there and there were couches, and when I didn't live on campus. Um, but I like needed a second, I would like take a nap 
that would be yeah that makes yeah perfect place for <laughs> my favorite we my senior year when I was um TAing because that last semester as a student teacher you just that you spend that last semester student teaching and then mm-hmm. you, it's like every other Monday we met for class um we met in what was it yeah the school of education which was close to MHRA um but mm-hmm. the top we met at the top floor in that corner. You know, if you're looking Bro, at it. So pretty. Ah, uh, it was so not pretty. just like a conference room, but like the entire like it like if you're looking at it, if you're thinking about a rectangle room, yeah. An L of it was windows. Like an entire yeah. L was Bro. all windows. My, and um, so it was just like, ah. My current job, um, our office, one of the walls was like entirely like floor to ceiling windows, um, which is like really beautiful, but it's so hot in there. Oh my God. I yeah, like have okay. only worked from there technically once um, because I'm, I'm in the process of relocating to be able to work like more often physically in my space. Mm-hmm. But um, the office, first of all, the, the building that is in very cute. Second of all, that window, it doesn't, it's not like a lot of a view because it's on the same level as a parking lot. Um, and they frosted like some of the window for it, like privacy reasons, because that um, the, they share, we share like the building. I'm trying not to like talk too much because I don't want About it to be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, you work at the YMCA on Doubletree. Um, <laughs> but um, it's just like, Two thirds of the window are like frosted, and the top half is open. And there's like a train um, that you can like see. And it's like those like couple of times that I've been there, I've maybe like three or four times now. But I've only worked once. Um, I was just like, oh, and my one of my coworkers <laughs> has plants in there, um, and I just like, oh, I was like, when I'm here, first of all, the light, the the heat. The, it's about to be a jungle okay <laughs> I have like always wanted to have an office jungle like that is like one of my big like dreams like my last job I tried to get them to approve a budget for me to have an office jungle mm. um I don't know why I thought they would do that for me but um <laughs> I mean I guess you gotta try right like I feel I mean I um one of my supervisors bought me a plant um but she was like you don't have to take care of it I'll take care of it and I was like you bought yourself a plant. I was like, that is yeah, not the like, same. Hello. I was like, I told you I wanted to get plants and I wanted to like fill this like spot that is like my spot with plants. Um, and they were like, well, we'll talk about it. And then she bought me something. I don't even remember what kind of plant it was. I was just like, well, if I'm not responsible for it, then what's the point? <laughs> I want to be the, responsible. I want a little the spider. The spider plant baby that you gave me, its babies are yeah. doing so well. It's, oh, cool. I think they're really doing. Have so you well already um, propagated them? I did. So a while ago, a couple weeks ago, because it had at least let's see, it had six little babies on it. Four of them. That's not a big plant to have six babies. That's really and cool. it w- like six um, of them. I get. Let me Four. let's let's back it up just a little bit. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Ryan's birthday, twenty twenty right before pandemic right literally right before the pandemic um the our country since we first of all a lot of people tuning in from ireland this week amazing um hey friends um, our country went into lockdown march of 2020 like mid to late march um 
and Ryan's birthday is mid-February. So Ryan, you had come over and we had played Yahtzee at my house. Um, and you were telling me you admire my plants. And I was like, oh, she's having babies. Like, do you want a pup from my spider plant? Um, and the spider plant that I have, I have two from the same mother. Big, big plant came from one of my Huge. friend's mobs, like a decades old spider plant that has so many babies. They gave us like six at once. So I've raised two of those plants and they continue to put off babies, like more babies than I can take care of. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't like to leave them on for too long because then they don't get the nutrients they need. And it's just like, I just, you know, it's just best to remove them. Um, yeah, so I was telling Ryan, I was like, oh, well, I'm getting rid of some. So then I propagated one for Ryan and I was like, plant this in a few weeks, blah, blah, blah. Ryan left it on my dining room table. And I was like, <laughs> accidentally. Um, <laughs> Jay was like, maybe Ryan didn't want it. And I said, I don't give a fuck what Ryan wants. Ryan said they were going to take it. <laughs> so Ryan about to get it. So I like um, basically parented it for a little while until it was able to go into soil. Um, and it was of substantial size for a newer plant parent to be able to take care of. And then I potted it and gave it to Ryan on their birthday. It did, it did great in Greensboro. It grew. And then when I moved here, still put it in front of a window, but I don't know, maybe the weather or something. It, I mean, just like took off and still is fairly small. I mean, it's still in the same pot yeah. that you gave it yeah gave it to you me. could probably definitely upsize her if you wanted to but literally six babies so i left <laughs> that's a I lot of babies <laughs> it's, it's in so like a tiny. um probably like i would say a four inch pot um, like i was gonna say yeah Ooh. like yeah but it it was fun because four i i left two of them are still on because i they were sort of they were smaller than the rest mm -hmm. um but i was able to cut four off um and named them all after charmed characters because I because that just worked the best. <laughs> uh, Literally, and then, um, uh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, you're fine. And yeah, they're doing um they're doing great now. I do. I read a tip online that was like, you know, when I first cut them off, I do like to, somebody like to put them in clear cups so that way you could see that the roots were growing. But I mean, mm -hmm. like the the nodes on the bottom, they had long ass feet. So I was like, I I'm gonna put this in dirt, and I think it's really gonna do okay. And they seem to be so far so. That's, um, it's really interesting that you brought that up today because literally Kid, um, one of our friends who also went to the same college as us, um, who is currently getting her master's in um, fine art. Uh, she's a sculptor. Well, she's really jack of all trades. She can do a lot. But um, most, most notably, I think that she is a sculptor and um, she's doing her thesis on like dreams and like art about dreams but she hit me up yesterday because I also gave her a baby a pup from my spider plant and she was like hey my my plant is having babies what do I do so <laughs> that's so sweet I mean it's a great it's a strong plant I mean like it's yeah I mean, it's like, I swear it's like the strongest lineage on this side of the Mississippi like I'm so impressed um yeah. with I've given out so many already. Um, I also, I have a bunch that I'm growing for like local businesses um, as like a thank you because like I've been here for eight years and like, you know, like specifically there's some restaurants I wanted to give it to except for one, one restaurant, my favorite pizza place. I ordered from them a few weeks ago and I ordered delivery through their website 
Mm-hmm. And I put, I turned off contact the list because it's dark and it's hot. And I was like, the bugs are out. I would like, I was like, please, I literally put in the notes. Here's how you find my house. Please call me when you get here. I will meet you at the door. I don't get a phone call. Jave is like, it's been a long time. Like, where's the food? I was like, you know what? Something told me to go check. I go downstairs because I live upstairs. I go downstairs. I open my front door and there's food on the ground. I turn on the light and I see a roach crawl out of my pizza box. And I called him the next day and I was like, hey, um, this is exactly what happened to me. And he said, that's unfortunate. No, wrong answer. Wrong answer. Wrong motherfucking answer. (laughs) Wrong motherfucking answer. I almost starved because I waited. I waited forever for this margarita pizza that I was so excited about. My margarita pizza and my Zapoli. That's all I fucking wanted. I was was so pissed from Slices Girl, the one on two. Tony answered the phone too. And I was like, you know what? That really hurt my feelings, but I feel like this is a great way to like segue because, you know, let's pretend like we didn't just talk about pizza for a second. Let's get back to right, plants, plants because our dream <laughs> um, is about plants and it's about trying to figure out what the fuck to do when a plant grows where it's not supposed to. Yeah, um, it's an anonymous dream, but we do know that a, um, this person is from Durham. So we're just going to use they them as we talk through. Um, thank you for submitting. Um, and yeah, I'm interested to see what the hell this dream is about to be about. Yeah. Okay. So um, we're going to go ahead and mark some pages in our books and we'll be right back. Let's do it. I was at a friend's house and I was standing in their bathroom looking in the mirror as I was blowing my nose. Suddenly, every time I blew my nose, it produced large vines that I was able to snap off. But every time I snapped off the vines, my nose felt raw. I did this until the vines started growing uncontrollably. Eventually, I used a tool to clip them off for good, and my nose was left bleeding. I went to lay on some blankets my friends gave me, and I couldn't stop the nosebleed, and I felt guilty. I woke up with my nose feeling weird, but it wasn't bleeding at all in real life. Okay, not to make this about me, but oh if this, if I had this dream, I think, I think actually it would be really anxiety producing more than like any, this would, I think I would wake up almost in a terror. <laughs> I mean, just the, I mean, like, just like the, un, the, like, it's not stopping. There's a constant <laughs> flow of vines coming out of you. Are they big? Are they like, are they suffocating? Are, can you breathe? You know what I mean? I can't like. I don't know. I think it would be, I think this dream would be super stressful. Not to make this about me, but um, (laughs) the first thing I thought of was, have you ever wanted to disappear? You don't know that song? And join a monastery, go out and preach young addicts straight. Oh, I fear when I wake up next to a stranger. No, are you kidding me? No, no, not right off the top. Passenger plane, passenger plane, permanent jet lag. Please take me back. Please take me back. Oh, no. Oh, it's Fallout Boy. It's called $20 Nosebleed. Oh, (laughs) okay, okay, okay. That was the first thing I thought of. 
happens a dream my, my. that was like immediately when it was like nosebleed i was like 20 dollars nosebleed um a song was on their album the red one with the bears that also has i don't care um america sweethearts okay yeah um that one came out in 2008 i think i was in middle school um so that album was very important to me but before we even really um derail this even further we need to figure out how to address this person who is anonymous and when we did yes. bathroom break we looked up f names because the dream was about frogs so i feel like maybe v names because the dream is about a vine okay yeah and, okay. okay we were we were talking about hokey pokey on the break hokey pokey is yavana and i's nickname for the movie hocus pocus one of our um, favorite movies of all time <laughs> all time all time um so what if we go with not winnie but Vinny because it's a v with the vines okay well i mean that just rendered my google search um unnecessary but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> sorry okay Vinny works for me and we'll be using, um, what are they called? They, them pronouns to refer to Vinny. So um, now that we're done making about us, where do we start? For me, the setting really here, especially because I peeked at the Lewin's definition of bathroom already. And I feel okay. like that that's a great place to start. Okay. Um, um, I looked in the dream dictionary from A to Z by Teresa Chung for bathroom. So I'm excited to see how they hold up to each other. Yes, exactly. Luluin's dictionary. Um, this is uh, the new book that we got um, this season. Um, it's the Luluin's Complete Dictionary of Dreams um, by Dr. Michael Lennox. Do you wonder? Uh, well, actually, Lady Stearns is typically a little shorter. Do you want to read that one? Um, first? I don't think she had it. I looked for a bathroom in here. Either. Oh, I'm sorry. Which broken. one? Um, I said Teresa Chung. <laughs> Teresa Chung's is a, a oh, page long. Oh, 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 oh. And, okay, um, yes. Just Lady kidding. Stern stopped at bath, I think. Um, okay, I don't okay. think. Yeah, she has bath and bathing and then battle. There's no bathroom. Interesting. She, Lady so. Stern, I'll say she really comes through on the random. If you need a random word, Lady yeah, she Stern will have it. She's got it. Okay. <laughs> You want to go first? Um, yes. Okay. So yeah. So back to the Lewins. Um, so, and we've, you know, we've talked about bathrooms before on this podcast. So like bathroom, we know already most of the time it's going to be a place of privacy. That is yeah. true and normal everyday life. Um, and that is going to equate right to the dreams too. So Lewin says a bathroom represents the consciousness of individuation and privacy. It is the room where we get to shut the door and be with ourselves in total intimacy. It is also a symbol of freeing ourselves of waste and toxins. Um, I'm going to skip this part because you're actually in a bathroom. You're not searching one. Um, this is what really stands out to me and is kind of funny. A bathroom inside a home connects with personal issues. Uh, a toilet is located in the bathroom. As such, it can, be, it can relate to relieving yourself of the shit in your life that you no longer need. And that's quite literally from the definition. Dr. Michael Lennox said shit. <laughs> Dr. Michael Lennox has shit in. <laughs> so yeah, so um, so yeah, privacy, ridding ourselves, things like that. Okay, that um, I'm gonna skim Teresa Chung's um, because it's it's a page long. So 
to dream that you are in the bathroom oh it might just be in the first half anyway <laughs> um, <laughs> relates to your instinctual urges you may be experiencing some sort of burdensome feelings and need to relieve yourself alternatively it may symbolize purification and self-renewal that's interesting thinking about plants renewal. and i yeah. would assume that these vines are green but it's not my dream so you know but thinking about like how green is that color like renewal um you need to cleanse yourself both emotionally and physiologically i'm sorry psychologically what the fuck? to dream that you cannot find the bathroom is not important according to freud um bathroom dreams are associated with what he called the anal phase of a child's psychological development if freud's in freud's opinion if parents didn't handle their child's potty training well it may mean that these children feel shame about their natural functions and become anally retentive in their adult life the act of excretion in a dream. No, that doesn't count as no. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Youngins book regard bathroom dreams on one hand as indicating a need for self-expression. On the other hand, as anxiety about our public image, going to the bathroom in a dream. I think that means like, like relieving yourself. So I'm going to skip that one. To see an overflowing toilet. Dreams featuring problems with the bathroom, such as being too dirty um if however your dream bathroom is a pleasure to use this may represent a healthy self-expression in that your symbolic release of outdated aspects of your life bear in mind too that your dreaming mind may simply be calling your attention to your actual physical need to go to the bathroom while you sleep <laughs> um and the rest are about like case. problems and poop so um i think there's a lot of it's interesting that a lot of that is like well again so we're thinking in the bathroom right we're thinking about getting rid of that excess um and we do have an excess it's just coming out of our nose it's almost like a nosebleed but instead it's right. vines so that's yeah that's interesting finding using pieces of herself or yeah i also feel like um because vinnie didn't use the facilities vinnie went it seems like this is when we think about a bathroom more often than not we think of a mirror being in a bathroom and sometimes in most people's homes the mirror in the bathroom is the only mirror in the home um so I think that we should like put less focus on the bathroom because it's just like well I'm about to go dig in my nose I need a mirror and I would I like privacy. privacy right exactly. so I think that maybe we should start to look in the mirror um did you look up mirror um, I did. And once again, I did pull that out of uh, Luluan's dictionary. I was just there. So I just pulled it out of, yeah, perfect. Brilliant. It's very um, long. And um, God, I've been, I just, mirrors and dreams. I don't know. We don't really have to get into it because I don't know the psychology and things like that. But it's like, um, so I went to a mirror or I went to an art show or just a, not an art show. <laughs> I went to a what's what's it called where all art is you not gotta tell us just like an a art gallery? museum I guess is it thank you gallery <laughs> shit <laughs> went to a gallery there was a special installation um in in Columbus Ohio um and one of the installations was um just like this box and you stuck your head in and it had mirrors on all sides so was it you like saw no, it, but it was essentially the same thing. It was smaller. I couldn't walk inside of it, but like if you stuck your head in, she has you one could called. See, um, I can't oh, remember you know. what it's called, but it it just got acquired a few years ago by the North Carolina Museum of um, Art. Um, yes, yes, yes. 
that one it has lights inside like it has i think five holes no i, I think really it might be an octagon go. um it change it will change your life um me well, and it's... my wife johnny went out to see it and there there's just something so really intricate about her work in general um i identify mm-hmm. a lot with her because of the awful hallucinations i used to have when i was like under deep stress um but one thing that i also think is interesting about mirrors is there's this is a very deep cut there's this person on tiktok who went to a fun house and mm-hmm. they truly believe that they accidentally switched realities um well, okay, they were so- like when they came back their life was low-key better and mm-hmm. also things weren't where they remembered it being like whole restaurants moved across town i i don't have that experience but the just the experience itself of recognizing that you are suddenly like i ryan am on the outside of these mirrors yeah those all of these millions of other reflections that i see are not me they're me but they're not me because i am so like like, the like well it's just like it's wild to think about or to try to wrap your head around seeing almost infinite use while recognizing that that is not technically you (laughs) it's you know so like that so it's so it's really interesting to me to think that in a dream alone there is a mirror and we're looking at a reflection we're already in ourselves because we're in a dream and then to further look in a mirror is just like further looking inside but also you're not looking at you I don't know it's just so that whole that sort of that whole concept is just Mm, you know it's just wild to think I think the more you get into like um spiritual protection the more you learn about like the importance of like clearing mirrors and like what can be done to a mirror um and how Mm -hmm. to use a mirror to trap something um (laughs) so like um I don't know if you remember my last house if you stood in the exact center of my house you would be in between like three mirrors like that um is a tactic to trap like bad energy or like people who have bad intentions can't like really move like past that spot which like after I put that trap up I had this very like vivid memory of having somebody over and she was being kind of weird and I was like what I I thought we were about to boink I don't understand what's happening right now (laughs) and we just like had it wasn't an argument but it low-key was an argument in that exact spot like we never made it past where all of my mirrors converge interesting um so i was like i was like did i just magic myself out of coochie number one <laughs> number two um let's let's read about it um so that we can give yeah. any their time because we could talk about mirror i have so many things that i want to say and i'm so trying so hard not to talk not about to. how i yeah. i just okay i'm gonna say it i personally think that um First of all, there are infinite possibilities, number one. Number Number two, I think that my mirror self Mm -hmm. lives the closest thing to my life, but they make very slightly different decisions. Like they probably, maybe they eat meat, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. they drink coffee. Like there's just like certain things that like happen differently on that side. But I believe that whenever we're in front of a mirror at the same time, that is like when our lives are like converging. I want to talk about the movie Us, but that would just take us away. Just take us in a hole. I haven't. I'm, I can't do scary movies, so I haven't seen Us. I have did. I didn't even watch Get Out. That's like how bad I can't do scary movies. 
both amazing, both very scary. Us, us is the same. I mean, like, it's like you said, except for, it's like you said when you we first started this conversation where they switched lives, except for us, it takes it in a, you know, it's a horror movie sort of way. But yeah. also you have to think about it because it's like, who's and the real? Tussle. Is there a real? Both of them deserve everything. So anyway, anyway. <laughs> Mirror. Bring it back to mirror. <laughs> okay, in mirror, we're gonna back it up a little bit. Lewis complete dictionary of dreams. Mirror is on page one hundred and thirty-nine, and it is about a half a page long. So we'll do what needs to be done. A dream with a mirror, and it is asking you to consider what you see in your life. What we experience in our consciousness is reflected back to us based on our inner beliefs. And if a mirror features prominently in the dream, you are contemplating this paradigm. Mirrors can be confounding and confusing. Not only do they reverse everything that they reflect, but their images can give a sense of reality. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Last thing about mirror. <laughs> Infinity Train. That's all I have to say. Oh, Infinity Train. <laughs> have you seen season two yet? Yeah, I watched season two. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, 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 okay. Not only do they reverse everything that they reflect, but their images can give a sense of reality that they do not actually possess. They accurately reflect an image, but are not an image itself. A mirror is comparable to the basic principles of cause and effect. You can use it effectively as a tool to examine current state of things. However, in order to change what you don't like about the reflection, you must work on the object being reflected rather than alter the mirror itself. Bars. Who or what one sees in a mirror in a dream can represent that which the unconscious mind is seeing. Consider whether the mirror image is accurate to your self-perspective. Looking straight into the mirror and being comfortable with what you see says that your self-appraisal is honest and real. If what you see seems off-kilter in some way, it could be an invitation to look where you may be being inauthentic. This could indicate something that you deliberately are hiding from others or something more mundane, such as being more concerned with how others see. The condition of a mirror should also be taken into account. For instance, a cracked mirror may be helping you process the feelings of ominous bad luck due to an old wives' tale, common in Western culture that breaking a mirror brings dire consequences to the one who breaks it. A handheld mirror might be offering an intimate glimpse of the self, one that is designed to privately monitor the image that you project into the world. A full-length mirror, um, I feel like that's not relevant, someone else's mirror, here we go, might mean that your individual sense of self is being determined at the time based on someone else's values or perspectives makes me really curious as to whose house they were at now I, I, at yeah. first i didn't it's think just it was a relevant, friend's house but now i'm yeah. like hmm. could you look up friend while i read these last like two sentences yes american possess the magical property of showing the truth about a situation when called upon such as the evil queen's magic mirror in snow white explore the theme of the dream for its profound truth okay so this is Let's make it about me real quick. This is really wild because I had a, a mirror dream the other day where I walked past. Um, if you're on our Patreon, you see that there's a mirror behind me. In my dream, this was a full-length mirror. Um, and I walked past it and I was naked. And I was so turned on by myself that I masturbated and effectively came within the dream. So I am really curious as to like this like dichotomy of being worried about your, your body. Appearance. Mm-hmm. But also the thing that you're, well, not worried about your appearance, literally like they don't say I felt ugly. They don't say I felt pretty. They're just like, what is this in my nose? Because like, what, what is that in your nose? You know, like, it's very like, it's not abnormal to be like, oh, I got something up there and like, you know, try to handle it while you're in the bathroom. 
Mm-hmm. So I think that that part of the dream, it seems like very, it doesn't seem abnormal. What is in the nose is the part that's abnormal. That's the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, friend, meanwhile, I looked friend up in Teresa Chung. Um, so dream, which features your f- friends or group of friends, highlights your feelings about them in waking life. If the friends are people you don't know, they may represent your inner wisdom or intuition. The character of the friends will tell you what aspect of yourself they display. So remember, um, we've, mm-hmm. um, we've, we've seen this before, so many times. So many times. If Who is it? Who is it? Wh- how can they? And like, what about them? do you relate to and that's why you're seeing them and that's what's going to be important i'm really Um, really curious as to this is something only Vinny can know as to like how that like understanding of breaking down the aspect of a friend mm -hmm. plays into this like uncontrollable growth exactly and people in general like if like in in all these dreams when you come across a person when you come across a friend um what do you have in common with them? I I had a dream the other night that I don't typically remember my dreams, but I had a dream about the, the other night about one of my high school friends, her sister, um, and I met them at Disney World. And there was more to it than that, but I'm trying to, I need to go back and figure out like, okay, why did I dream about them? What do we have in common? What, what am I trying to, yeah. what are we trying to say here? Um, so yeah, so it's always interesting. That again, you're right. The Vinny, Vinny, you'll know sort of, or to do that a little bit more work, whose friend, whose house are you at? And then what, what things do you have in common? And that'll lead you to clearer answers as well as to why, why this place, why their bathroom, why this had to happen here. <laughs> right, right. Because everything is interconnected. Um, I also, I know this is like Aggie, but I kind of wish we knew what they had on. Um, because I also feel like whatever they were wearing mixed with whoever's house they were at Mm -hmm. probably would like almost like I almost want to say like tear out the weight not tear like tear a piece of paper but like when you are using a scale and you say that you know you go to Whole Foods you bring your own jar to buy quinoa you tear out the weight of your jar so that you're not paying for the excess right so I wonder what would be teared out like in this process right, from this other information and i wonder I like that I metaphor wonder if Vinny knows um okay so nose 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 um let's let's move on to nose because that's where the majority of the action is happening so i'm in dream dictionary a to z Teresa chung nose um it's under the very large and um almost infinite section of body. Um, so nose is on page 93 at the bottom. The nose in dreams represents curiosity and intuition. The dream that hair is growing on your nose, it's interesting, um, signifies extraordinary undertakings needing a strong will and character to be carried through. To dream of a bleeding nose is prophetic of disaster and danger. Consider also the following idioms. Have a nose for a nose out of joint, rub one's nose in, up one's nose. Okay, this, now I'm feeling like Loki, I'm going to read the thing about the hair again, and then maybe we should launch into trying to figure out how to explain the vines. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, backing it up to dream that hair, to dream that hair is growing on your nose signifies extraordinary undertakings, needing a strong will and character to be carried through. Hmm. So that, well, and the bleeding too, there's, there's bleeding at not the end. Not there yet though, yeah. We're not there yeah. yet though. We got a couple of things to do. Okay, so um, um, how did you, how did you make your way into the vines? Well, the only person who had it was our dear Lady Stern. She had the word vine. She had the word vine. Vine and then plural vine. So on 368, and then everywhere else, I just looked up like flowers, orchard, uh, things like that. But uh, Lady Stern had vines. I was just like, like, what do vines come from? I was like, (laughs) flowers, sometimes, yeah, okay, that mean that. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't, did I, I don't think it, I did mark orchard. Okay. Uh, But vines. Okay, interesting. One of the luckiest dream omens you could have if the vines were healthy and in leaf. Okay, interesting. Coming out of the nose. Um, if the vines, uh, if the vines were healthy, no. And if they had blossoms, success beyond expectation will be sure to come. However, like vine feather. Told us. Well, yeah, but even even the fact that. I they I think they're healthy vines only because yes. Vinny kept breaking them off and then they kept just kept growing. So this other part it says, however, if vines that are withered or dry suggest that you're on the verge of overtaxing your strength, um, slow down for a time and try to charge your battery. But I really don't think, or they just don't seem withered because they kept growing. And if they were also growing, like, there's like a certain point, um, like if you if you have like a devil's ivy or a pothos ivy sure that you probably will understand what I'm trying to say but like when you're the healthier your plant is the easier it is to like snap and like low-key break snap it. your vines mm-hmm. um the weaker it is it becomes I kind of want to use the word sinewy and you have to like either grow them with scissors or you have to really you know so I would assume that they're like relatively healthy for them to like just imagine like wilted celery versus like fresh celery that snap is not possible like once it wilts well i mean it's not the same it's not as satisfying it's not that same asmr like so like i'm imagining that we're having these like hardy like like snaps like fresh green snaps and then they start growing uncontrollably too so it really is like it's one of those things where when you do prune a flower most of the times or a bush a lot of the times it'll get better right a lot of it will grow unexpectedly and out of your expectations right because you suddenly trimmed it back and now it's right. like okay i have room to grow i'm hell it's trimming your hairs the same way you cut off the dead yeah, end to then make it grow longer so it's like we're doing natural things by taking care of these vines but they <laughs> right. are coming out of their nose <laughs> in a very unnatural way um okay so i want to read plants um i don't i understand why you looked up like orchard and flowers but i i don't know if i necessarily see them as yeah we could be good with i'm good with plants yeah okay okay uh where'd it go okay page 402 in um teresa chung um plants are symbols of the power of nature and in the words of young are regarded with awe and contemplated with philosophical wondering Dreams that feature plants can send powerful messages. Plants embody the life force and dreams that represent the union of earth, water, and heaven. Ancient peoples thought that the that each species of plant 
had a specific quality, had specific qualities, and this ancestral lore has produced symbolism and interpretation that is still used in dream analysis today. Plants in particular, plants in particular herbs have many ancient associations. Climbing, climbing plants and honeysuckle symbolize ambition. Ground elder suggests powerful ambition, although deadly nightshade is not relevant here. Is there someone that you harbor strong feelings against? Thistles and brambles, not necessary. Soil, not necessary. Weeds in a dream depict lies and falsehoods. So I'm just going to read the climbing plant one more time. And then I'm going to read okay, weeds yeah. one more time because a weed is a plant that you don't want. I was going to say, Raimi, one of my old housemates, Raimi, when we were planting our garden, I was like, well, all these are just weeds. And Rami said, Ryan, weeds are only unwanted plants. Like they still grow flowers, you know, things like we just call right. weeds because we don't want them there. But a lot right. of times they're still beautiful and flowers and produce. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's interesting that I'm trying not to harbor so much hate towards weeds anymore because I'm yeah. like, well, they're all just flowers. I just don't want them there. You want to hear something about white supremacy and weeds? So part of the reason why we are taught that weeds are bad and that weeds make your yard ugly is because that most weeds are edible. And a lot of that food has a lot of like medicinal properties if taken correctly, if taken regularly, if you let it grow enough to keep like ingesting it, you can uh, begin to start to see some changes in your health. And black people, um, especially after slavery ended, they were foraging because they weren't making so much money. And like, you know, they were finding things on people's lands. So a lot of trespassing, there's a black forager, I cannot remember what her name is on TikTok, who also talks about this a lot. Um, but a lot of laws are put in place to keep black people from being able to forage just where really trespassing laws came to fruition. Um, so like dandelions, for instance, um, are really good for like heart health. If you drink dandelion tree, eat dandelion weeds, but Greg, Greg makes dandelion tea, <laughs> but, but this, when I found this out, I was like blown away. One of the top selling weed killers for dandelions. Do you know who makes it? Do you know what no. brand, what pharmaceutical company, pharmaceutical, excuse me, company owns the rights to one of the top selling weed killers. No. Bayer. Do you know oh, what shit. Bayer makes? Like Bayer aspirin and shit like that. Yeah. Bayer makes everything. Bayer also makes expensive heart medication. God, big pharma. Yeah. So, <laughs> so everything is connected and everything is racist. Um, so um, and that is not just me pulling that out of my ass. Like these are things that I have like learned over the last couple of years that have all been interconnected because that is how white supremacy works and mm -hmm. how capitalism works. Um, so putting that aside, because this is not about how well, my people have sense. been wronged. <laughs> um, this is about Vinny and these damn things going out of their nose. So climbing plants and honeysuckle symbolize ambition, and then weeds in a dream depict lies and falsehoods really 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 curious as to whose house Vinny is at even more now to be yes yeah I mean <laughs> honestly honestly the context there I need yeah it. would just give us a lot more <laughs> yeah yeah um okay so what I what my thought process was was to look up growth but I I don't remember if I looked in all three books but I couldn't find anything yeah. that would like indicate growth like that like that continuous like uncontrollable like kind of growth so what now 
that's what I same. I tried to look up those same ideas and I I couldn't really find anything. Um, I think just sort of talking out my ass here, the and knowing that the vines coming out like are gonna be a lot of ambition and things like that. The fact that they do start growing uncontrollably. For me, the question again that only Vinny's gonna be able to answer is Vinny, were you afraid at that point were you anxious at that point were you excited at that point like what does this uncontrollable growth mean to you personally um right and I think that that will translate into how like what this ambition is for and we might still uncover with some of these other definitions like where this like where your ambition is going or like what you know in if it's if it's just in your friend group if it's at work if it's in your personal life in general but the growing uncontrollably and the fact that you know um the it's a good thing or at least you know it's like it seems to be a positive so far that that like I guess just the feelings invoked by that will then lead you to the next the next answer yeah I feel like what also will help us to understand is how Vinny chose to eradicate the vines that's true they did they said tool so I just looked up tools um I mean I figured that it was like some pruning shears or like some like some little little floral doodad um yeah but I figured tool is the best way to kind of put an umbrella over it Mm-hmm. So I'm in um, Lulu and Complete on page oh, nice. 223. Tools are for fixing and building. And as such, they relate to masculine approach to problem solving. If you dream tool, if you dream of tools, there may be some obstacle or challenges in your life that require a hands-on approach to be solved. It's a really interesting considering that um, Nose, I believe, talked about needing to take action to change no it was mirror needing to needing to take action to change whatever um consider the type of tool a hammer is not relevant a screwdriver is not relevant more complex tools may relate to a need to approach a situation with a level of finesse and sophistication so it sounds like there's some kind of problem that like it seems like it's not necessarily negative but it seems like Vinny doesn't want it so it could be like Mm -hmm. Vinny, like, you know, you got your degree and you're ready to move on and you're ready to get a job, but like you get a job offer, good money, good benefits, great location, but you don't want to do that job. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of like, I'm, I'm just leaning towards that because I'm thinking about like some people in my life that are going through that right now, but mm-hmm. like that is kind of the vibe. That's how I feel too. And especially with this like growing ambition, it's like, do do we maybe need to get Vinny in check? Do, Vinny, do you are, are you doing too many things? Are you trying to reach out to do too many things? Or is it the opposite where like you're having all of these experiences being thrown at you, don't know where to go with it now? You know, it's like what, but you need to trim. Like that is the trimming is happening. But for me, it's like, are you is it your ambition that is overreaching or are you overwhelmed by the amount of things being thrown at you right now? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to let you know you're breaking up a little bit. Um, oh, okay. I heard most of it and I think that everybody else will also hear most of it. <laughs> um, but 
I, I think that, I think we have three things. I have three things that I think are relevant to like trying to figure out how to wrap this up. Um, blood, blankets, and guilt. So um, I feel like maybe the best thing is to just start with blood. Yeah, I feel like blood, bleeding, that might tell some answers too. Okay, um, I found blood in, um, what is this? The Jimmy's Dictionary. Um, yep. <laughs> do you want to read it since I just read Tools? Yeah, um, on page, I marked it uh, 62. Mm, here we go. Be prepared for a period of hard work against hostile forces if you saw blood in your dream. If you were bleeding... Uh-oh. Try to avoid any sort of controversy with friends or Bro. relatives. Bro. And that's where I'm going to stop because that's all that's relative. So. Um, okay. Um, okay. So. I just, I just want to keep moving. I just want to keep moving. Well, it's getting wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's getting wild. Vines, vines, especially growing uncontrollably, seem to be a hostile force. So, and you're like working against that hostile force. So for me, right, that answers my question. Things are being thrown at Vinny's ambition that Vinny is trying to get under control. Right. Um, it could even be like an opposite situation where it's not like they don't want to do the job, but like the people in their life are like, why do you want to do that? Do the job, do the job. Yeah. Oh yeah, that too. I, I can heavily relate to that. My parents are always like, what the fuck are you trying to do? And does it, is there money in it? I'm like, yeah, eventually I need you to calm down. <laughs> um, okay, so on page 60 in the same book, Blanket, because um, Vinny sought comfort after removing the plants, the vines specifically. Page 60, a sort of dream of contrary, God damn it. A sort of dream of contrary, the significance of which depends on your circumstances. If you are well off and dreamed of buying or receiving new blankets, you should guard your investments. If you are not well off, you may expect an improvement in your financial position. Soiled or ragged blankets worn against trickery by someone you trust. Okay. Mm. Okay. So, you know, I thought that I was projecting, but now it seems like intuition. Something jobby is happening. Yes. Something jobby. 100%. I will, I will say, looking back at the dream too, they were able, Vinny was able to use, use the tool to clip off the vines for good and then just yeah. this resulted in this leftover bleeding. So I, that, I, the end, that's all I have to say, but I wanted to point out that the, they did take care of those vines. We don't still have uncontrollable vines growing out of the nose. So positive, I think, by taking care of the vines, but you are left by taking care of them by bleeding yourself. on the ground. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm taking them by myself, laying on the ground and feeling guilty. Guilty. So um, yeah. I was really excited to find guilt. I did not think that, that was going to be possible. <gasps> we found Once it in two again, different books. I found it in Lady Stern. <laughs> okay, do it in Lady Stern first because I know hers is probably shorter. Um, Lady Stern, page 183. A dream of others being guilty signifies untrustworthy friends. Mm -hmm. To be guilty or be mm -hmm. aware of a personal sense of guilt mm -hmm. indicates a need to make amends for some past injustice. So whether that be just Who because did you're you bleeding step all on? over blankets or... What did you do? <laughs> Vinny, what did you do? Okay, Vinny, so your guilt... dreams don't lie. <laughs> um, this is a, a page and a half long. So I'm going to do the best that I can do what we normally do yep um dreams can often remind you of things about which you should or already feel guilty of in real life they remind you of mistakes oh wait <laughs> I'm in um 
the Dream Dictionary from A to Z by Teresa Chung. Um, guilty dreams or dreams of guilt remind you of mistakes that you may have made or offenses you have carried out against others or your true self. Ooh, mirror. That's also we did start with a mirror. We did start with a mirror and an unidentified friend, though. Boof, boof. <laughs> um, the sick chat. Oh, wait, sorry, I skipped ahead. If you wake from a dream and you feel that you have committed a crime, no. Dreams in which you commit adultery, no. Dreams in which you are play- paying alimony, no. Dreams in which you are a criminal, no. So if you are sentenced to prison, you were not. Alternatively, it may also mean this is still about prison, so it's not relevant. If you dreamed you were shoplifting, you were not. If you dreamed that you're blackmailing someone, you did not. If you appear in court, you did not. If the judge was a famous person, they were not. Dreams in which you have an allergy or reaction to something that you've eaten or put on or worked with are also expressions of guilt. That's interesting. Dreams where you are confessing to a priest, you did not. A dream in which someone has died, nobody died. If you your dream leads to temptation, leads you into temptation, I would say it didn't. Um, dreams of anger. I don't think that's relevant. Um, and that was the last thing. So, well, this last whatever you feel angry or guilty about in your dream, you may find that the only way to regain your peace of mind is to put things right or make amends or new resolutions in your waking life. Well, that's literally the last sentence. <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, I'm nosy. I just want to get to the cards. I don't even want to reflect. I just, I just want to move on. Um, See what the cards you, have to say. Yeah, how are you feeling? Yeah, it feels jobby. It feels um, like Vinny's ambition might have been a little overreaching here. Let's see. Uh, or, yeah, let's see what the cards have to say. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, so we're going to shuffle and then we'll be right back with a card clarification. Let's do it. Do you want your dream to be featured on our podcast? Do you have a recurring dream that drives you wild? A sex dream that leaves you feeling dirty? A nightmare that makes you feel guilty? Head over to www.wildestdreamspodcast.com and click the submit tab. Once you're there, fill out our form and submit your dream as text. Prefer to send audio? You can always drop us a line at our email, submit at wildestdreamspodcast.com. Each week, we'll feature one dream that we'll try our damnedest to decipher. It's listeners like you that keep our dream alive. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I was shuffling through and nothing had really come out. Um, oh, I, sh- I guess I should say first, here we back are. <laughs> we had a, we um, took a slight pause. We're back again now. So if you can see us, then you'll notice the obvious change. But if you're listening, we're just going to pick right up. <laughs> So anyway, um, I'm pulling from uh, the Antique Anatomy Tarot this week. Um, and at first, um, I haven't used her yet, this deck yet this season. And at first, um, uh, the she wasn't really talking to me, but I was shuffling through, shuffling through, shuffling through. And then finally, like right as we were about to um, start again, like one jumped out. So um, with that being said, um, it was the Five of Coins. Uh, that was first. Um, so that was interesting. 
Um, and then I pulled two others, but we'll, let's just read about the five of coins first. So, uh, brings with scarcity and poverty and unfortunately doesn't offer any solutions to our problems other than learning to do more with less. Okay. Um, this card is about suffering and the rough times associated with losing your resources. If you, I'm, I knew this sounded wrong. This is four. This number's four. <laughs> I was like, something's off. <laughs> this is four. Um, I was like, I'm, this does not feel. <laughs> I have said something else. Something else sound right. Okay. I was like thinking about it. And when you were talking about a lack of resources, I was like, yeah, yes, me. And I was like, wait, that wait, was two episodes ago. Yeah. That was two episodes ago. This is about Vinny. Um, and the thing yeah. about Vinny was like, um, is like Ryan said, um, it's been a couple of days, which we don't like to do, but things happen. Um, yeah. But the thing about Vinny was that there was a barrier of their own like design um, that was keeping them from like, honesty and moving forward so i don't think it's a lack of resources and i think that the number four as we talked about also yes, in this means <laughs> um is a symbol of stability but it also can be a symbol of stagnation uh, especially like especially thinking back to right the vines coming just like pouring out of the nose too there's no lack of resources here that is we're here um yeah that re just reading that definition i was like this is wrong this is so wrong all right so anyway we're gonna try this again the fourth the first card the four of coins appears when you hold on to resources too tightly which is a little more accurate to our situation here this type of attachment is not doing your health any favors or your nose uh this card is a reminder that material wealth requires flow right and that again like we are right into the dream here um, money becomes useless if you aren't using it to pay for the things you need uh, you may be concerned that someone is taking something from you or believe that they aren't as deserving as you are but beware this type of materialism keeps you in an agitated state that holds you back from acquiring more money and experiencing positive interactions in your life that even that last part reminds me of them just bleeding at their friend's house, mm -hmm. like after the, like this sort of aftermath and then their friends coming and, you know, giving them blankets and such. So that's, it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, the next card that I pulled, again, I just, after these, I just pulled out two other cards. Um, the first one being temperance, which that's already, cute. if we're thinking about money too, right? What's mm -hmm. always good to be um, grounded. Uh, also, I think it's interesting that temperance is represented by a brain. One of my favorite factoids that I learned when I was younger was that um, during the mummification process, the Egyptians would take this little hook. It was like a little like staff, like a cane almost, mm -hmm. and they would feed it up through the nose cavity. This yep. is gross. Yep. Trigger warning. So they gross. would twist it. Just and like they right would up. just just basically like twisting spaghetti um and it would agitate the brain and break it up Whew. so then they would lean the deceased person on their side and it would drain out of their nose so i don't know it's interesting yeah uh and a lot to think about <laughs> just just picture i just can't stop picturing it um so temperance uh is one of the most loving and supported cards in the tarot 
uh, receiving it and reading should be considering a huge blessing since the spirit guides who surround you are about to step in and offer their help. Uh, temperance have a strong mind over matter quality to it and asks you to evaluate your situation so you can become balanced. All about balance. I'm all about balance. It's important to understand that the balance here isn't about making all things in your life equal, but about removing your negative behaviors and thought patterns. Bless you. Thank you. In order to find peace within yourself. It is also important to acknowledge the root of this card, moderation and sobriety. Be honest with yourself regarding bad habits or addictions that you might be holding back. That's interesting, especially coming after the four of coins. Right. So, you know, good things, but, you know, in all in moderation, all in sort of that, like, yeah, be careful. It's a you big know, just emphasis like on, like, knowing thyself. Yes. <laughs> um, so to close out my reading, uh, and this card is really pretty, um, I pulled the world. So okay, that, that's a good look. It's I like the uh, yeah I like this card. It's sort of it's just it's a sort of open. Each skull body. in the corner. Um, so in the traditional Rider weight, there aren't skulls in the four corners. There are symbols for. I think I'm gonna sneeze again. Bless you. Excuse me. Thank you. Symbols for um zodiac signs mm -hmm. um i can't oh. remember off the top who everybody is but um, <laughs> i think that it would be in Vinny's best interest maybe to consider looking up the world and seeing if um anybody in their life is represented by the signs in the four corners the four. yeah that would be really interesting oh and then to think back to if Vinny can remember any of the people in their dream if like then yeah. those correlate or not yeah um so the final card of the major arcana the world indicates that you have gained wisdom and expertise and now it is time to step back and admire your work uh, all that you have created now sits in the palm of your hand everything has been completed that needed to be and there is a feeling of satisfaction in your life you can rest easy knowing that you did your very best no deadlines lurk around the corner and no unresolved relationships are begging to be saved. Uh, other themes with the world are traveling and reconnecting with nature. You may not be taking a trip around the globe, COVID, uh, but movement <laughs> but movement is definitely in your immediate future. And I think, I mean, like that throughout the dream and throughout this reading, that has been obvious. Mo mm -hmm. There's been movement and the resources look like they're coming as well. Just remember moderation, keeping yourself centered and knowing who you are. I'm not sure how much like of a, how much this is gonna feed into your reading because I'm reading with an Oracle deck today. I'm reading with the illustrated herbiary. Um, very beautiful. Very beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't expecting her to do that. Um, and I'm just afraid that she's about to make a shit ton of noise because what else would you do when your parent is trying to record a podcast? Um, okay, so, so the illustrated herbiary, um, guidance and rich, guidance, help, guidance and rituals from 36, but oh my God, from 36 bewitching botanicals. Um, these cards <laughs> are 
it's been a ah. tricky little morning here. <laughs> I, have, I have not been up that long. Um, I was up late watching my friend and I do this thing where we watch one episode of this anime every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And um, yesterday was our season finale day. And uh, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It was very upsetting. Um, uh, and we were up for a while, like talking about it. Um, the anime in question, first of all, the reason why we do this is because the anime is really weird. It like low-key borders on furry anime. I like, oh. it's so, <laughs> it's so weird. And I was like, you know what? I'm bored. Zootopia was funny. Maybe I'll like this too. Um, and then we found out that we both ended up watching season one. And I was like, well, season two is supposed to be more wild. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's like these bipedal animals. And then there's like, it's literally Zootopia, but um, not for children. <laughs> um, no and the end was just really fucked up. And I stayed up for a long time trying to heal from it. And it sucks I when a season finale tired. blows. I think it might be the series finale. Oh, so even worse. I just heated. I was like, I've been cut. Okay. I like did not like this. This <laughs> was not worth my time. Shit. Um, it Sorry was like that. all, it was literally good up until like the last two episodes. So, well, it was okay. I'm not going to say good. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to anybody. It's called Beastars. Um, anyway, so um, I was shuffling while you were talking because I'm not really used to the way that this deck wants to talk. Um, and she spit out two cards, which you'll understand in a second why I, I really don't know how this is about to go. So the first card mm-hmm. that she spit out is Red Clover. You know, this. there's a better way to do this. There's a better way because all of these have very beautiful um, illustrations in the book that are very large. So I can show them to you in there. Oh, nice. Glory. Yeah. Please back up. You don't need a book. So pretty holy it's a cow. very beautiful book so um right all around there, a heart yeah it's the plant around a heart and there are three bees which is interesting because mind body spirit um there is like an anecdote or like a an introduction to the herb and then there's a ritual then there's a reflection and i don't know how much to read because it's three pages um but i'm just going to i'm going to read I'm going to read what feels relevant to Vinny. So, Mm -hmm. red clover, center, and ground. This commonly cultivated forage crop feeds horses, cows, sheep, goats, and just about anything else humans keep at pasture. She plants your feet on the ground, two or four, it doesn't matter to her, while encouraging you to run a few miles or dive into an art project that you've been avoiding. Red clover wants you to get moving in body and spirit. She loves grounded action and will happily bolster your courage from the Latin word core, which means heart. When you, when you are acting from a strong center so that you can step out and move forward, bold, but not rash, red clover gets your blood up so you can show up fully. And then the ritual grounded energy and flow. That's the title. Grounded energy and flow might seem like an oxymoron, but this exercise will help you feel those two forces working hand in hand. Stand with your feet shoulder width apart, your arms held loosely at your sides, and your gaze focused gently forward. Imagine a string lifting you up from the top of your head and two more pulling your feet towards the center of the earth. 
This is a yoga, this is yoga's mountain pose, which will teach you the vitality of stillness. Now at breath, inhaling all the way down into your belly and exhaling fully, this is flow. Finally, picture right clover calling her into your heart as you expand on your energy. And then there's a little quote from Dolly Parton. Ah. Storms make trees take deeper roots. Oh. Um, and then there's this reflection. I'm sorry, having a puppy is tumultuous. Um, this reflection, I'm just going to read the first part. Um, I'm not going to read this. This is an entire page. I'm not going to read this whole page. Counter reactivity. Often we deplete ourselves with ungrounded bursts of energy, physical, mental, or emotional, instead of cultivating a steady flow. Red Clover's gift is grounded in action. She helps us to harness our vitality so we can move forward with purpose. And then the basically to summarize the exercise, it's like reviewing your week and thinking about those times in which you acted without being grounded and how to stop doing that. Um, that that's interesting because I mean pulling the world as the last card too it was like you know stop take a moment so like it really is like before movement goes before all this happens like it really like take do that exercise take a moment to ground yourself center yourself in the world right and then things can move forward right um there was one more card that I got that I feel like will literally like wrap this up in like a beautiful bow um pocket of protection yarrow Oh, so, okay. Can you see that? Yeah. Um, Yara is like in an orb and it's being held by two um, like gloves or not gloves. It's like chain mail. Like the- it, Yeah, it looks like pieces. knight like hands. Yeah, yeah, like if you were a knight, you would put these on to protect your hands. Yeah. Um, okay. In older times, Yaro traveled with warriors. What did we say? Ah. While her official job was staunching wounds, keeping the insides in and the outside out, her presence brought bravery of the soldiers that she kissed. Today, she has much of the same task. Yaro assists in keeping your boundaries, whether physical, emotional, or spiritual. This trinity keeps popping up for you. She creates Mm -hmm. a personal pocket of protection so that you can slow down, gather your energy, and find your courage. Yaro reminds you that boundaries are not just for keeping the outside from coming in, but also for keeping yourself from leaking out. Letting, this is very interesting. Letting thought and emotions run rampant into the world. Yaro will create a bubble of protection, a bit of a sacred space, space, excuse me, within which you can regroup, regenerate, and recreate yourself. Again, Trinity. Yeah. Um, okay, the ritual. Reestablish personal space. In order to ask Yara to hold a little space for us, we need to know what space we're asking her to hold. Close your eyes and pretend you're inside of a glass bubble. Some people would call this glass bubble your aura. You can think of it that way or just stick with glass bubble if that's more comfortable in your mind. Run your fingers along the inside of your bubble, feeling the edges of your body's energy. Oh, excuse me. I think I have to sneeze again. Willingly suspend your disbelief and trust your fingers. Is your bubble smooth and whole or are there areas that feel in need of shoring up. Okay, call on Yara to help recreate the boundaries of your personal space. Um, and then the reflection, this one is shorter. So I might, as long as the dog gets off the coffee table, I might read this entire. <laughs> God, Benito, like, please, Jesus. Um, okay, reflection. Can you say no? Yara has, inst- 
enthusiastically adapted to modern times. She helps us to establish personal space and hold boundary and lines. Remember that she's your partner, but not your guard dog. In order for her to do her job, you have to learn to say one magic word, no. And then the quote here mm. from Sharon Pace McLeod, in one healing charm for gathering yarrow, the healer says the plant is being gathered so the hand will be more brave, the, full, the foot, excuse me, more swift and their speech like the beams of the sun. So big emphasis on boundaries mm -hmm. here, which is interesting because I remember at one point in the dream definitions, there was like a moment we were like, what did you do to somebody else? Um, and I think that that could still be a valid question, but like, what did you, how did you accidentally betray yourself? Like, right. what is happening? I like wish that one of the cards that I got was more of a vine plant. That's also why I picked this one <laughs> because I was like, if Ryan's going to read with the antique anatomy and this is about a nose and I have this deck about flowers and plants and such. Yeah, that would have been wild. if we get yeah. a nose and a plant. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think that it doesn't, I think that both of these readings coming together prove that it doesn't have to be that literal for it to mm -hmm. still be relevant. Um, right. And I, I'm really just getting this like need to understand Vinny's need to understand what they actually give a fuck about, which mm -hmm. I feel like is every episode. Like, what do you actually yeah. give a fuck about? Like, it seems like sometimes you are serving a purpose. I just, I literally just saw this thing. Um, I've been listening to like affirmations podcast and this like random podcast I was like suggested to me. It was like chasing, where is it? Chasing the bag instead of chasing your passion. Um, it was like the title of the episode. I can't figure out which podcast it was, but I was like, hmm, I wonder what I do. And I was like, I think I do. A, I don't, first of all, I don't chase the bag. Okay, I secure the bag. Second of all, <laughs> um, I was just like thinking about that and it seems like a question that also could potentially be posed to Vinny. Like, are, mm -hmm. what, are you chasing and do you, are you satisfied with that? That's the fun thing about doing the, all of these episodes is that picking up on those common themes, it's, these dreams really do seem to pop up or seem to stand out the most when we are sort of either at a crossroads or, and like, don't know where to go or haven't moved in a lot long, long time or mm -hmm. there are forces of, like holding you back and you don't know you know there could be so many different factors and different situations but but the commonality is that like these dreams really do seem to pop up when we you know just need a little message from ourselves to figure out like mm -hmm. come on like this is what you want or this is what needs to happen or you know again this is what's happening so well nudge well, yeah, nudge. just a little nudge. So it's been, that's been cool to see and just like figure out what people, what people need, you know? Right. Vinny, thank you so much for submitting. Hope this was helpful. Take all this and run with it. Um, or don't, we can't force you, but we hope you do. <laughs> thank you for submitting. Um, submit at wildestdreamspodcast.com we're still looking for dreams as always so if you have one that stands out to you if you don't know where you know what sort of nudge you need take this as a nudge and submit your dream a nudgy nudge. um please <laughs> a nudgy nudge. rate and review please rate and review um if please rate whatever 
if you know us personally and you're going to text us and tell us how much you love the show, copy and paste that text into Apple Podcasts and help other people also fall in love with this concept. Um, what else? Rate, review, subscribe. Please subscribe. Um, we've gained a lot of subscribers recently, which has been really um, strange. Our number was kind of like stuck for a little while and then it went doop. Um, yeah. Um, we, oh, let's, let's celebrate for a second. Um, the other day, for the first time in Wildest Dreams history, we had 100 streams in one day. Oh, yeah, we did. That was intense. <laughs> that, that was, was cool. very strange to see. And almost all of them came from our home state. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. You know, right. <laughs> um, okay, we do so appreciate it. And we see it, too. So thank you. Thank you. We really do. Um, every day you help our dreams come to <laughs> All right, buddies. All right. Um, yeah, sleep tight. We'll see you next time. Good night. Mm-hmm.